All right. We're live. And we're rolling. This is the Lexington ad-libbed Marxist experience. All right. We had this one saved in the chamber, folks. And otherwise known as lame. Yes. I'm Aaron. Uh, and I'm Jenry. And it's the 29th of September, yeah. 2022. The month's almost over, folks. We're entering October. And um, the election season, folks, is uh, heating up. Although, I don't the know. The weather how is not. Yeah. Whoa. Guys. All right. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. This is a news pod- podcast. Let's get to what you freaks really want us to talk about, the weather. Aaron, what's been up with the weather? <clears throat> this um, has been um, – what am I talking about? Why, why am I asking you? You're not, a, I don't know. You're not an expert on this stuff. <laughs> I don't know. What's, it's been cold. It's been cold, but then it was really hot before that, and now it's getting like these last few days. It's been in the 40s, 30s. And now morning. next week is going to be warm again. How warm? 72 on Sunday. All right. Okay. I'll take great. Brought to brought to you by Hurricane Ian. Thank you, Hurricane Ian. Surely nothing bad. As we speak, it is gaining, is regaining its power, and um, and uh, about to bear down on the hotbed of sedition, more formally known as South Carolina. Um, but this isn't Lexington, South Carolina news. No, this is not. This is uh, Lexington, Lexington news. Um, the real Lexington. Yeah, although yeah, the real in the real in what is the le- the real Lexington? Why it's a Beth Musgrave article, sixty million dollar shopping plaza with grocery restaurants planned for Citation Boulevard. Uh, it's Greer and Webb. Yes, folks, you read that right. I think the orthodontist is um, getting into developing, um, which is you know I don't blame it. The oh no, that's not that's not them because they also develop City Center, um, a place that's notoriously bad. Um, well, the thing I like, okay, here's my one thing about city center Okay, that I do, and I will give them credit for this. Okay. Underground parking. That's nice, but I would rather there be, you're right. I guess if we, if you have to have a parking garage, you should put it underground. Right. That's okay. That's my one pro on like a list of 200 cons. Yeah. Con number one, I want the pit back. Con number two, I, I want the grass field back. Con number three, I want that block of Lexington back. Um, anyways, so um, they purchased Corner at the Land of Citation Boulevard in Georgetown for $10 million from uh, recently dead Bill Gatton. Um, Not Bill Gatton. Yes, the uh, estate of, Will, of William Gatton. Um a longtime philanthropist with strong ties to the University of Kentucky. That is exactly how I would describe him. Um, it's so. Guess what? They developed City Center. What are we? What are they going to call this one, Aaron? I, okay, so it's on Citation Boulevard. Yes. Is they going? Are they going to call it Citation Center, Aaron? Have you read the article? Come on. <laughs> the planned development called Citation Center. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, folks, as I love to say all the time, the number one crisis this country is in is a crisis of imagination. No one can envision anything beyond Citation Center, which will include a grocery store, pharmacy, fast food and sit-down restaurants, professional office space, and medical offices. That is the city of Lexington, I would definitely say. Um, If you were to describe the economic makeup of most of the city of Lexington. It is a mixture of fast food and sit-down restaurants, a mixture of professional office space and medical office space, and occasionally a grocery store and or pharmacy. Um, The company said the tenants of the new project will announce, quote, incoming weeks, their intent to locate in the new shopping plaza. Um, They can't get enough of these shopping It's apparently one of the most underserved areas in our community, which is why we have to build a strip mall. (laughs) so fucked up the property was once part of a lawsuit okay not not useful not useful um it was a land dispute whatever okay uh c commented since i live in master sensation sub it will be nice to not have to go across town to eat in restaurant uh guest posted 10 hours ago no not in reply to anything it seems 
because Lexington doesn't have enough shopping. They get two upvotes for this. Um, Lexington does not have enough shopping? Yeah. I would describe Lexington as sort of a shopping-oriented um, society. Where are you living in this city where there's not enough shopping? Lexingtonians be shopping. Lexingtonians be driving quite a long distance to be shopping, is what I will say as well. well. And I know that people drive to Lexington to shop. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting. If you go to, like, Fayette Mall, read, read all those county plates, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, Lexington doesn't have enough places to shop. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, God. Speaking of which, you know the Publix. We talked about the Publix. Yeah, I talked about the Publix. I was driving by the... I'm Stop me if I've already given the story in the podcast. Okay. I was driving by the plate on Nicholasville 27, mm-hmm. where they were going to put the Publix mm-hmm. in that nice field or whatever. And I'm like, mm, I actually think I'm going to commit unspeakable crimes for this... Um, how could they be doing this to me? Um, Brandon Crossing is quickly becoming like, like not like like a suburb, just suburb, and it blows. Anyways, um, speaking of um, just how we just can't get enough of places to shop and spend money, gay. God, I can't even fucking say the name. Um, also, this is sponsored by Sotheby's International Realty. What the fuck? Anyway, it's a Lexco Eat article, which um like a true Lexco Eat article, it is about a business closing. It could be um, anything actually. If it's Lexco Eat, that means nothing. L- Lexco Eat ostensibly is supposed to be about like, oh, you know, here's like what's going on with this restaurant or whatever. Every time I read a Lexco Eat article, it's like this business is closing. This thing is falling apart. People here's are, a here's a fungus that's plaguing the entire state. I'm yeah, literally shit like that. Um, uh, I think they use let's let's go eat, not as like a food place, but it's like a way to block off articles for subscribers. <sighs> yes, obviously. I mean, this the Herald Leader's website is looking distressed in recent times. I don't know if you all have been on it, but um. Me and Aaron have, and um, not only does the website look distressed, but uh, folks, you may be shocked why I opened with a shopping center development story. It's because if I were to read any other news article but that, it'd be like, like this teacher's a rapist. This this guy got shot. This guy got shot. Um, the police arrested this man. This shot got guy. This shot got guy. All right, okay. Anyway. Game over. Lexington restaurant known for retro arcade. I would not describe them as known, by the way. (laughs) Closes after six months. Folks, we're talking about Tilty Bob's. Um, A doomed financial. This is a a, a bad name. Um, A bad everything, actually. Uh, If you were to be like, hey, let's go to the pinball arcade place that serves beer in town. The fact that I can list two other entities before you... It, within the mile radius or half mile radius honestly i, I don't don't quote me on this um uh, within the vicinity within the vicinity in the same part of town um tilty bobs would be at the bottom of that fucking list um and then it was just a photo of uh their rup it up tots um which look not great um really looks like it's not finger food which i would describe tots uh, whatever um, they wanted to, uh, what, I don't even want to cover this fucking article. I just want to share the fact that it's closing and no one's surprised. I sad I never got to play pinball, I guess, but, uh, the, uh, like the people in the places. Lexington subreddit were complaining about the lack of parking in that area. Aww. No parking. Well, no parking. What are you fucking talking about, man? There's tons of parking. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's so like, okay, when you're going to Tilty Bob's, Something tells me you're not going there Monday to Friday business hours, right? No. That's when it's hard to park, I guess. But not even, honestly, frankly. Um, but uh, also, here's the thing. People live close by. They can just go to it. I don't know. You know what's occurring to me that's literally down the street? Uh, hit me. Tally Ho. Yes. Pinball place. Done. Boom. Ding, ding, ding. And those guys, get check this, have too much parking. <laughs> <laughs> they keep actively... They they keep finding new uses for that parking lot that isn't Tolly Ho restaurant goers. Which, by the way, what do you think that restaurant's going to shut down? Tolly Ho? It doesn't look good for them. I, I hope they don't. But I got to say, peace and love to the people at Tolly Ho. I feel like the everything about that place is, has gotten worse. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they, I mean, they have cops in the parking lot occasionally. Constantly. Constantly. I would say, like, like, every, like, like on nights, significant nights. Yeah. Um, I don't know. People do crazy things in that parking lot. Yeah, speaking of doing crazy things, I want to, I don't know, I was just looking at a, um, this is how desperate for time I am. Uh, Blake Hall did some maps. <gasps> some maps? Yep, he made an interactive map that just shows all the bicycle and pedestrian collisions in Lexington. Um, and uh, the TLDR is that it should come to no surprise to you that the most, that the places where these accidents happen the most are on the roads that are owned by the state. <laughs> New Circle Road, Richmond Road. Well, yes, there is something on New Circle Road. <laughs> I'm thinking Tate's Creek, Nicholasville, Harrodsburg, Versailles, Richmond, you know, Main Street, um, um, stuff like that. Uh, whoa, someone got in a cycling accident. Someone got injured out on Military Pike. Oh yeah, that's totally a place for people. I had a friend who's who said basically, if you try to bike down any road that ends in mill, you're <laughs> you're gonna die. Yeah, literally, it's like every time I'm driving, like I drive I drive on Old Richmond Road from time to time, and I keep seeing those like share the road with a cyclist, and I was like, how? The 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 speed limit on that road is 55. People go close to interstate speeds on that road. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I did not have, uh, what are they going to do? Prove it? Literally. I'm just saying, Hey, it's been observed that people drive very fast on that road. It's been observed that there are certain people. Yes. Not necessarily the claimant. (laughs) Anyways. Um, let's see. What else did Blake have to say of note? Um, uh, just that just that people keep people be getting hit um and uh i don't know you guys the urbanists that are listening to this podcast already know the people that don't know anything about this not getting any closer um look at the map i don't know you know i saw the other day okay cincinnati is getting the region's first bus rapid transit lane all right go team and is it like real I, to realize, I mean, it's going to happen. I didn't read the article. I just saw that. I read the headline. Our commitment, folks, to the news has been... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like Lex18 or something that posted it. Oh, interesting. Um, I have been in Baltimore. Oh, you're talking about the Baltimore trip? Well, I'll just talk about it a little bit. Yeah. In their All right, please. Yeah. Folks, I, I mean, uh, it, that's why we didn't have an... Aaron was in Baltimore... And I was fucking busy, okay? Yeah. I live crowded life. Anyway, what and happened? I've just taken some notes on Baltimore infrastructure. Uh-huh. Bus rapid transit lanes and the bus rapid transit lanes, they have, are also shared bike lanes. Okay. They have separated bike lanes and, uh, like, protected with um, curbs and stuff. Okay. What's interesting is they have middle-of-the-street parking in certain areas. Why, why have parking in the first place? I is there like a median in the middle of the road? There, is, it's next to a bike lane. That's so in the middle, I'm trying of the to remember road? how this road was laid out. So this road Holy was shit. like made up of car ticklers for the for the bicycles. Yeah, and they made like a two way bike lane. Uh huh. And so to compensate for the lost street parking i guess to compensate for that you can now park in the middle of the road so there's a single lane road why the fuck would you want to well it was, it was it was one it was a two-way and each way had one lane but you could park in the middle and then there was still a median to turn but there was just what wasn't parking there so you were to get out of your you either way when you parked your car you had to go into traffic either way when you parked your car, yeah, you could either pull left or right to park. Okay, but how do you? I mean, like when you get out of the car, uh, yeah. are you just just at God's mercy? Yeah, you're just at God's mercy. Shit, man. Okay, all right. Well, um, folks, uh, mixed results from here. But here's here's what I will say. 
Baltimore, classic case of American public transit design where they have a light rail and yes. it's very popular. And instead of adding a new line to it, they, they just make, just it, make like, it longer. Yeah. Hate to see it. Hate to fucking see but it. But the fare was only $2. Okay. Which I think could be interesting for Lexington. Okay. Yeah. A light rail from Bluegrass Airport to, I don't know, uh, fucking uh, Hamburg. Oh, that I could see be fun. Mean along. Let me do you one better. Okay. A bus that regularly goes to Bluegrass Airport at all that would times be, of the day. That would be step one. Yeah. That step one, that too. My, of course, my light rail is, of course, a light rail that goes from the transit center to downtown Nicholsville. <laughs> call me, call me biased. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that would be good. That's the central transit corridor uh, in terms of if you're if you're still invested, interested in the model of traditional methods of commuting. And you could even extend it. I would extend it actually to go up uh, towards Georgetown. You could even extend it south. Closer, closer to where you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not to Lancaster. Just in the middle. Just fresh in the middle of fucking nowhere. That's the problem. It's like, well, you go into like Camp Nelson. I mean, yeah, right, right next to Camp Nelson. Yes, you have to walk the rest of the. You have to walk over the Kentucky River. It's as far as we'll go. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, speaking of a development, Fate School Board. Remember? Okay, speaking of Fate School, remember when they were like Nick? They were like, we're not going to build this middle school. We're not going to do this. We're tired of developing stuff. No more development. They said they were going to do it, and then they said they were not going to do it, and then they said they were going to do it again, and then they said they were not going to do it again. So, okay. you know, what's what's the status now? A different project entirely. Wow. To spend six million on about thirty acres for new Masterson Station School. Okay. Um, they have voted to buy land. For a new elementary school. Okay. Jeez. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. They bought... Oh, my, fuck. Um, they bought 28 acres from Hayden Homes for just over six... Oh. Oh, my God. The land alone is six million. The, the land? is not costing six million. It, the purchase at the appraised value of 21000 thousand dollars per acre sorry two hundred and eleven thousand six hundred and seventy dollars oh per acre that is in i whoa man in an area between leestown and georgetown roads north of citation boulevard so folks all eyes on citation boulevard today um the site is located blah 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 Um, so yeah, I guess it's a hot, it's an up and coming part of a town. Um, they're also building a, a new middle school in Polo Club Boulevard. Is that the one that we were talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's happening. Oh, so it's happening again? Okay. It's along the interstate though. Awesome. Fuck. No, this is good. It's next, it's going to go next to the Baptist health facility that we covered. Um, That's cool. That's really nice. Actually, um, cool, great, healthy. Taking taking a page out of the Dave Kloiber, literally. Book. You know, there's land by the uh, by the. I don't know why I'm giving him this voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's land by the interstate that we could just take, which I love. Why? Actually. How come nobody's developed by the interstate? <laughs> what do people not like the interstate? Yeah, David David Kloiber's like we. David Kloiber's like we need to become a modern city. I propose running the interstate through downtown Lexington. I will take I-75, and it will be going from Georgetown straight through Chevy Chase. And I immediately throw my shoe at him. That's good. And you do go to a CIA black site for 20 years. Um, which that guy did. That guy, that just, just, just FYI, that guy that threw that shoe at George Bush was... Um, uh, held held illegally and tortured for uh, like twenty years or whatever. Wow. Um, yeah, man, fucked up. So uh, luckily, David Kloiber does not have nearly that kind of power yet. Yet, that's gonna be it's gonna be insane. Yeah, when we're um, it's just like to me, 
David Kloiber is really kind of like a Yeltsin figure, um, like probably going to shell Parliament. Does but that not um, necessarily for anything good? Does that imply that uh, Linda, Mayor Linda Gordon is our Gorbachev? Yeah, easy. Letting us down, uh, uh, winding down Lexington as a going concern. This is the Mayor Linda Gordon promise. Um, anyway, they're also building a career and technical center. Oh, fuck. This must suck to write being a... a it's imagine sitting down at your work-from-home desk, uh-huh. not in your office desk, and typing... The board also voted to seek bidders to transform the former Lexington Herald-Leader building at 100 Midland Avenue into a 162,000-square-foot, $80 million career and technical education center. Wistfully looking, like, outside at your neighbor's lawn. I don't know. No, actually, in this scenario, you you have an apartment that's actually within view of the you're building. sitting in your your Valerie Honeycutt Spears. You're sitting in your cardboard box um, outside <laughs> in the parking the, lot. Yes, yes. With um, your Herald Leader provided laptop and mobile hotspot. Yes. Um, there wasn't really the article is about the teacher and staff shortage. In the Herald Leader was way more like everyone that gets hired as a teacher is a pedophile, um, which was an interesting angle. Um, the I've, Eastern Standard, I think, did a on the radio. Um, did a uh, um, did a piece where they were talking to Demetrius Liggins again uh, about just how the fact that they cannot hire anyone to work at these damn schools. Um, and uh, I gotta say it, um, not even I would do it. Um, nor Aaron. No. <laughs> um, so you know they can't can't be helped. By the way, speaking of Eastern Standard, Richard. Young, he was on the NPR. He was very normal. Wow. Yeah. I tuned in to WEKU, my favorite hate listen. Um, and, uh, you know, um, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, what's that dulcet voice I hear? Who could that be on the airwaves? Talking about the city government in an accessible yet fun way. Why is that our boy Richard? Yes, Richard Young joining us today from Civic Lex. Thank you, Richard. Um, Happy to be on the show. That's not what that guy sounds oh. like. That's not what the Eastern Standard guy sounds like. I don't know why. That's what I think. Um, You're listening to Eastern Standard on WUKY we or WUKU. We should pay the the production house that makes Eastern Standard. Yeah, advertises itself like they make like jingles and stuff for your radio show. Oh yeah. We sh- it would I- I'm very curious to know how much money it would cost for Dynamics to make us like a like NPR like shitty NPR because let me say this there's a lot of oh my god oh, atrocious fucking show j- show themes on NPR um, some of them are fine some of them are really bad um, and I-, I actually forget I just kind of remember the sounds of them um, Eastern Standard is not one of them uh, I don't think. What is the fucking Eastern Standard? I, you know, I don't, I don't know about the Eastern Standard one, but I do like the All Things Considered. Obviously, All Things Considered is good. Um, uh, whatever plays on the in the weekends, at like nine a.m. is like the morning it's weekend like the, weekend edition. Yes, it's got the horns or whatever, which is good. Hey, you know what's got a what what what's the one that I really hate? Yeah. All this and more on the daily with. Your host, Michael Barbaro. I'm joined today by my colleague at the New York Times to discuss whether or not everyone in Cuba should be roasted alive like the infidels that they are. And then they're like, like, why, uh, yes, uh... I I do think that uh stop that that's terrifying that's <laughs> fucked up Aaron. <laughs> anyway, um in short, uh if you want to if if you want to really get into my mind, um uh just play NPR but like while you're asleep. So it sort of starts manifesting in your dreams in sort of really like negative ways and um and yeah, that's kind of what that's kind of what lame is. It's generally dream therapy. It's rough, man. They're talking, um, they're like, 
There are millions of nodules at the bottom of the ocean full of metals for batteries. And one brave soul is committed to mining it all. But, James Cameron. But is he prepared to destroy unknown t- amounts of yet-to-be-discovered species that call the bottom of the ocean floor their home? Yes. I think I was listening to um, some whatever news pro- broadcast they have in, in, in the evening, and I was it, this was this show about uh, these these research these genetics researchers who came up with a cure for the allergy that makes you allergic when you get bitten by a tick. Yeah, that makes you allergic to red, red meat. meat. And it, it was because this one woman was on, I think it was All Things Considered, what, or maybe it was, I don't know, whatever evening show, she was on that show and she was talking about it and her life and how hard it was. And they're like, this sounds like this woman is having such a hard life. We are going to change it. Change, we're going to make this thing so people like her don't have to not eat red meat. And then they showed her the treatment. And then she was like, I hate this. Why did you do this? I'm actually perfectly happy now without eating red meat. Whoa. All this and more at The Daily with your host, Mike. I'm actually really, they kicked that guy off. Michael Barbaro is not on most of the, back when they first started The Daily, a collaboration with The New York Times. They had that fucking guy on every night. And now it's like a lot of like other guys filling in for him, which thank Christ. Um... The dude is like a liberal Tucker Carlson. Um, if like you slowed him down thirty percent. Anyways, we can't be. It's it's on eighty eight point nine. Tune in. Um, you'll you'll thank me later. <laughs> um, Keep it moderately to the left. All right. Oh fucking right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Aaron, <laughs> it's been a while since we checked in with our friends at the Brady Court. <laughs> speaking of news what's up with those guys yeah um we're not even doing science this episode by the way this is now oh this is now oh, my side well, just tell them you always yeah. want to know well, what just, my social you know, security just so you're okay whatever the brady the, <laughs> the brady the brady court uh ladies and gentlemen we got him we got the money we got the land it happened andy Bashir today uh, said expropriated expropriated the 15 million dollars that was owed to the citizens of Kentucky <laughs> and the land uh, and uh, that's that's all I read of that news piece holy fuck <laughs> I love our show Aaron you know that I love our show <laughs> I can't believe that they that that the that that money didn't I can't because like the the vibe that we were all getting was that money was long gone. Yeah, that money was long. Well, first of all, there was kind of a nobody was really sure if that money was like going to Russia or something like that because they were because they had all those Russian investors. Well, yeah, that was like actually even worse. It's a Brady's a Ukrainian corporation. (gasps) Not the Ukrainians. How could we forget? Wait, so does that mean that govern me? Daddy Andy Bashir yep, took fifteen million from the Ukrainians. That's right. He's taking a stand, um, taking on, a on stand. the world stage against the uh, against the fascist powers. Which wow. okay, hold on a sec. I no no no. Finish finish your thoughts up on Brady. Um, Will we get another aluminum mill that's real this time? Unknown. Will the people of Ashland, Ironton, Huntington, uh, a, a, a Ohio Valley area? Get the um, get the get the justice which they need, which is here's, an aluminum mill. They may not get an aluminum mill, but here's what they will get: they will get a promise. They will get an idea, <sighs> an idea that Appalachia can be better. No, oh, and who can best serve Appalachia other than App Harvest? Oh my fucking god! They literally <laughs> can't, man. Um, <laughs> horrible stuff. What are they doing? What is that? What is App Harvest doing? I don't know. Fuck, Aaron! I thought there, you were transitioning. No, that to was something. not a, that. Would, no. Okay. Well, what were you? All right. It sound you said it like a segue. Anyways, no. uh, my segue. Oh, is this okay? I've been I've been lurking the Reddit 
the subreddit for Lexington. We're on it, folks. We're <laughs> well, and I hate to admit it. Um, remember that guy we talked about on the Lexington subreddit? We've talked about a lot of guys, Aaron. Remember that guy who runs the Lexington Times? Our good, esteemed friend at the Lexington Times. Well, and I don't... I Has first, he already given up his news show? No, he just released an episode today. God. He, um... I have a, I have a new theory. Okay. That he is just David Kloiber in disguise. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, it's an op. Folks. That's good, Aaron. Because all he does is he posts, uh, he posts a bunch of like gun violence. All he does is post guns, like gun violence yeah. and stuff, and nobody likes it. Actually, I the, I've never seen this post get like positive uh, upvotes. He only gets like zeros. See, this is the thing. If you could vote, this is why this is why the subreddit's good. If you could vote on Herald Leader articles, it would look like this. Boo! Stop telling us about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So thank God, actually. Um, I'm glad to see uh, everyone hates his show. Meanwhile, everyone loves Lame. They can't get enough of this program. Especially after today's show. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Fuck. What was it? Oh. (laughs) You want to hear a crime? You want to hear some crime news, people? I heard this on the radio today. Okay. This is a real news report. There was an incident where officers opened fire on a suspect and shot and injured the suspect and one of the cops. So it, uh, the way that they read this, they were the way that they read this thing out on the radio was like it was like the the suspect suspect charged the police in his car. The police opened fire, shooting and injuring him and. Um, shooting injured him. Both him and a and a and a police. Both him and a police officer were shot, or they framed it in a classic like police way or whatever. And the guy ended um, in, in the uh the the person reading the uh, reading it was just like was like like was like aware that this was an insane like insane sounding story, and he was like and he was like and that is all the information we have heard on it. <laughs> we too do not know how. How this, how these, I mean, these cops are shooting each other now. I mean, just trying to think the logistics of that. I mean, like, were they, did they surround the car or they just, I mean, like, maybe, maybe, maybe one of them wasn't FOP. Oh, and they're like, you're not in the brotherhood. It's dirty, dirty union. union. Dirty union. Is that a thing you're allowed to do? Not being the FOP? I don't know. I feel like. If uh, Jay Blanton has his way, hey. Um, if uh, wait, not wait. What? Why? Okay, Barry yeah. Saturday. Whoa, you really got those guys confused. They're the same in my head. That's good. Jay Blanton twisting and turning in his fucking sleep. <laughs> um, he's like, he's like, God, they think I'm just like that Barry Saturday guy, which he is. In terms of like, I would describe like Barry Saturday. As like you know, like he wants to do evil, but no one's letting him at it, right? Jay Blanton is like the uh, Madeline Albright, um, Condoleezza Rice type figure. Uh, he he is just the spokesperson for evil. Um, he is like he is like we are going to tear down this neighborhood, and um, uh, you're gonna like it. There's plenty of housing. What are you talking about? I think you know, and I don't. It's good for you. I think, and I don't actually think this, but okay, I think. So, all right. <laughs> Anyway, it could have been fun. Okay, if Jay Blitz, or if fuck God fucking damn, Holy if shit. Barry Saturday won his district, uh, I'm not that worried about it because um, uh, the way things are going, I'm sure he will be back. Because I think it could be fun. He should run against Andy Barr. He should run against Andy Barr. Obviously, I it, think it, it, he he needs to go into the what 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 Barry Saturday the local politics isn't isn't insane enough for him he needs to go into federal politics anyway keep saying um he goes so into union busting he busts the FOP oh he would bust the FOP that's yeah. what so he is truly a um 
I mean, this is like I guess he's like like truly like the most like libertarian type, uh, like 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 Randian guy or whatever. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what his fucking deal is. I of course. Fuck, I'm yawning. It's embarrassing. I'm yawning on the podcast. Um, I don't know. Oh, you see this mailer that uh, uh Jeff Young sent out? I didn't get it. Jeff Young. I know some people got this mailer. It's on the front of it is um, it's all the conservative Supreme Court justices drawn in like cartoon form or whatever. And then on the back side of it, it's um, in big letters at the top, Jeff Young, parentheses D for state rep or something or whatever. Um, and in the mailer, he's like, he's like, he's like, these women, he's like, he's like, if you put me in Congress, I will lead the impeachment effort against these women hating partisan hacks. <laughs> <laughs> which is really sick man it was good it was um you know uh he's he is the maybe he's a lame listener he seems to be the only person taking the advice he's running he seems to be uh shifted his whole thing to like a real like um like abortion thing or whatever and yeah. at the bottom of his the mailer he was like invoke no on amendment two well if he was listening to lame he would not be posting on it's twitter tr- how he is posting on twitter that's true. If he was, well, let me see. If he, yeah, if he, if he, he might be hearing lame, but he's he isn't listening. He was. He's not internalizing. He was, ta- he was taking our advice. Um, I would cut it back on like the uh, like the vaccine tweet that he did the other day. Oh my god, the vaccine tweet. Jeff, Jeff, don't fuck this up for us. Um, we gotta get you all the. We gotta get you all the way to Capitol Hill. Stop! Stop retweeting, uh, Kami Goku. Okay, here's the thing, right? Even if Jeff Young is a mentally ill man, even if Jeff Young just needs help, as Andy Barr says it, what greater help could there be than getting that guy on that on the on the U.S. Congress pension plan? You know, he's just got to serve one term and he's got it for life. I think that could be good for him. Yeah. Then he would stop. Maybe he's, then he would stop tweeting. He, he could get on some good health insurance. You know, he could get really get a life, you know, and it would be good. Government health insurance, pretty well, good. Also, maybe when he gets to Congress, he could get someone to tweet for him. That's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll have enough money to hire a campaign manager. Maybe he should run for president. Jeff Young for president? Jeff Young for president? Hold. Trump versus... How do we not consider that? Trump versus Jeff, Young. Jeff Young, for, Jeff Young as a presidential candidate would be perfect. <laughs> he is wild out of check uh he he's got that he's got like a like like a, he's got that weird i don't know though he's not he doesn't have the charisma like trump's got the charisma well just give him what give him one term at the house yeah let's let's have let's say let's let's give him a run at this you know folks let's see what happens oh because oh it's gonna be so much oh because it's gonna be so bad if he beats andy Barr. shut up Vote for the candidate. He's your nominee. Like, Democrats. what, do you think it could get worse than Andy Barr? Oh, no, because he would he would bring ruin and he would disrespect the halls of Congress. Are you fucking awake? <laughs> Is this 1942 over here? I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Speaking well, about halls. Oh? The hall of groceries. Oh fuck! That you wanted to talk about? Yeah, we got to talk about the Kroger shit, folks. <laughs> folks, this is how tedious of a news day it's been here at Lame Headquarters. We got to talk about the new shit, the anti-theft shit at a uh, Kroger's and all the Kroger's around the area. It's like you go through the double doors, right? It opens for you, and then you have to go up to a gate that swings out for you. What the fuck? And it doesn't... It's a delayed. It's... Who so, are you... Who is it? If you're a fast walker... What is... Like, th- like, like us two. Yeah, ex- exactly. If you got someplace to fucking be. I'm just like... I'm like... I'm like, oh, is this like... Is this like uh, the surveillance security apparatus becoming present at the fucking grocery store we just said it's like is it it's not the world's because we always talked about like this like last two years like it's like kroger wants you to steal right um 
Uh, well, folks, it looks like that Kroger has gotten wise to the worsening economic conditions. Um, uh, and uh, um, looks like they uh, they are responding to a looming uh, economic uh, world economic collapse, um, which uh, I'm pretty much convinced is coming um, by, uh, you know, um, uh, in s- small ways, uh, securitizing, militarizing at the one on Richmond Road. I was trying, there was like a security, like there was like private security there. Wow. Which is like, holy shit, man. I'm buying bread. I'm literally fucking buying. What the fuck? Uh, it's horrible, man. Um, They've got, uh, I mean, you know, it still hasn't stopped me from stealing from Kroger. Well, obviously, yeah, I mean, folks, it, it, nothing can, I mean, it, 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 nothing can stop a smooth operator. They have, um, they have cameras in every aisle. What? At the Euclid one? Yeah. What? Holy shit. Yeah. What's that do? And then what's that going to do? Well, it's if you put stuff in your bag or if you steal stuff, it'll... it'll Will it'll, it? It won't... It, they're not going to, like... Um, do, do, it's not going to set anything off, but if you get caught later on, they can use that tape. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is like... I, I, folks, it's not a good sign. The loss prevention... The, the in a ramping up of loss prevention um, in advance of sort of just like a slow looming like stagflation into just like recession, like slag stagflation transition into just recession um, is not looking great. I got to say the recession's not looking great. And um, I don't know. I'm starting to live in fear. Um, simply put, Hey, you uh, know, if we play our cards, right. Okay. This could be the last bust of the boom and bust cycle for capitalism. Folks, every time there's a bust cycle, you know, Terrence, uh, I was listening to uh, the Tribulus the other day, had a really interesting point about okay. the flood. And he was just like, folks, the revolution, like like, like in, in, in terms of the flood, right? The violence and destruction has already happened. You know, you can just simply choose to take up a new order. You know, you've already done the uh, catastrophic part of destroying the old order. You don't have to. You can rebuild like whatever, you know. And um, I think, uh, you know, that's a really um, true point. Um, And I think uh, we've never had, I think, the luxury that the general population has, has the luxury of just being able to see plain and simple that in like the next like one to two years, it's just, there's just a collapse. Like, 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 like the fact that the fed is just like, we're going to keep jacking up rates until unemployment goes up and um, we are in a recession basically, because that is preferable to the alternative. Okay. Um, You know, this is the opportunity to get seriously organizing folks, because this is the thing. Um, you need to have some stuff kind of ready turnkey, if I could say, um, for when the when the disaster strikes in your town. Which, by the way, don't be fooled; it will. When the disaster strikes. When the disaster strikes, either natural or economic or both. Um, naturally economic. Naturally economic. Oh yes. Um, uh, you got to be real. You got to be ready to. Um, uh, I do. Shoot me dead in a ditch, uh, you know. Um, every single time I say it, but uh, um, you gotta build. You gotta you, you, maybe maybe a little dual power. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> is that is that is that a bridge too far for the lamb podcast? Um, you need to be. I mean, look. If if anything happens, you need to be ready. Simply put, yeah. And I'm not saying that as like a prepper kind of way. I well, mean, I kind of am saying that in like a Marxist Leninist way, which I think is a prepper kind of way. <laughs> Honestly, frankly, because yeah. I've this is um like I've been trying to recently think about like apocalypse not as like what we picture it, but instead as a um like an ongoing process that takes a couple decades to happen that most people actually live through. Their way of life does not, but they generally survive through it, right? Mm-hmm. Um and uh uh, the apocalypse in most ways um, is a uh, uh, is a political question 
and an economic question, right? What is to be done? One could say, yeah. Um, and, you know, like like a, a serious level of prepping, like, sure, go out and buy a gun. I don't think that's really going to do anything. Or go out and buy, like, like mush um, <laughs> or buy our, our rations or whatever. Buy those MREs. Yeah. I think what's more important is, um, like, uh, doing, like, building, like um, – and uh don't don't hate me for saying it like a mutual aid kind of network and not like a give money to this place or whatever i'm saying like you know really like a like um like you do stuff for other people make friends build a community yes you literally i'm telling you you build a build a network of people that li- live in the same place as you do like live in the same area you know um build separate build political units cuz that's what that is right it's a question of these but politics being a question of power and resource distribution, right? You can, if you do it right, build out these informal political groups, right? Um, in lack, in, in, in spite of, not in spite of, in the vacuum of there being no really prominently organized like Marxist party, right? Which we're working on, folks, um, you know uh i'm i'm you know the the numbers i'm sure they're 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 coming through through day by day um but uh yeah i don't know i've been thinking about like getting into prepping in a sort of like a community preparedness uh thing i don't know this has just been what i was thinking um and i don't know whether or not the apocalypse comes it's good for you but uh folks it builds character <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one way of putting it. Um, I mean, you revolutionary know. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just like uh, whether or not the big capital A apocalypse meteor strikes your fucking town, which is not the thing or whatever. I don't know. I, was, I don't get the fucking meteor stuff. Everyone's talking about the meteor and the thing. And I was like, shut, shut up. Or like capital, capital A anarchy in the streets. Of like people like running around. Yeah, that's like like there is not like 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 the like like the apocalypse narrative that like something big is like like the closest thing that's gonna happen right is like Whitesburg gets wiped off the face of the earth right okay and that's from a flood which just happened like uh, last month okay like that's the closest thing to capital A apocalypse you can get right and um, it's gonna be a climate apocalypse like it wipes you out like that right like you know so there's that and then of course there's also the general little apocalypses which is the uh boom and bust cycle of capitalism and on a larger scale sort of the historical progression from like like feudalism into capitalism is a kind of apocalypse for a whole you know like if you look at like europe in the 1800s or whatever like, tell me that's not an apocalyptic event for the monarchy, you know, for, like, an entire way of life. Not that it was really great. I don't know. I think Engels writes a lot about, like, um, the pros and cons of being a serf, um, you know. He's like, he's like, yeah, it sucked. But in some ways, you know, the serfs had more rights than the proles. Um, wow. You know, I mean, think about it. Uh, I mean, look, there was a whole middle class of serfdom. We called them the Kulaks. Um, <laughs> no, no, not the Kulaks. Not the Kulaks. Um, but yeah, um, you know, like like there's stuff like that, and um, it to just I don't know, just to think about that the apocalypse has happened, will happen again, is happening as we speak. You know, and it's happened again. Oh, has it? Sure, why not? Okay. Uh, okay, well, we finish your thought. I mean, I was just gonna say, like, it's it's bad. Yeah. The the first, the way that the Earth slowly floods, right? The way that the ocean levels rise is not necessarily just in one day the water starts going up, right? It's in a series of cataclysmic floods. It's in rivers overturning their banks or whatever. Um, and we're having our first dress rehearsal for how we deal with it in Pakistan. Um, and uh, folks. It's not good. It will be remembered as the first, you know, major one, really. I mean, unless they try to, but like in terms of like, like uh, I guess I would say maybe not in terms of of climate history, but in terms of political history relating to like 
like the global warming movement or whatever, it will be like a, uh, I think it's, I think it's historically important. Um, and, uh, to really not see, to see the queen's death get more coverage than that, um, is, uh, I think telling. abhorrent. Yeah. 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 Very telling. Um, I don't know. I can't believe I even talked about that fucking woman on my podcast. I'm sorry to all the good people of Lexington. No, we're talking about um, the queen of... Okay, what are you doing here? Of... Our podcast, our executive producer, Charlie Carey. Carey. (laughs) (laughs) May she rest in peace. No, she's... (laughs) Our executive producer's body will be lying in state at the Red Mausoleum. (laughs) (laughs) The queue is five hours long. That's a great... Since it's uh, since we're just since I've already mentioned other podcasts I've listened to that was a good episode. The um, uh, trash features uh, podcast and a podcast Britonology. Um, Two of those guys just went around the queue and just interviewed people. That was quite fun. I listened to that on the airplane. Oh, was quite good. Wow, look at you. Yeah, Miss Podcast. Yeah, I listen to things. Oh, great. Hear that, folks. Even Aaron listens to podcasts. You shouldn't be ashamed. Our executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our uh, graphics are designed by Claire Thompson from clairethompsonart.com. You can email us at lamepod at protonmail.com. That's right, baby. We're going off the fucking grid. Go ahead. Seize my emails now. You can follow us on Twitter at lamepod. Don't include anything sensitive in the in the subject headline if you're worried about an FBI rate. Just saying FYI, FYI. Yeah. Um, if you want a sticker, free stickers, you know the draw. Uh-huh. Um, lamepod at protonmail.com. We will ship them to you. Yeah. And even though, um, even though the Herald Leader has a slow news week, whenever they hear us say oh, it. Fuck, that's such a stupid way of saying well, it. Well, okay, how would you say it? And even though another, um, and even though our lovely state legislature gets tricked by, uh, by, 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 by another group of swab speaking, uh, Ukrainians every time into building a $20 million aluminum mill. Every, every time, time they we hear, say it, they hear us th- say it. This is lame. Okay. <laughs>